think I'm set up. I hope I am. Okay. All right. Let's hope, I guess. Why do you start that way, Dave? Because uh, I'm a negative person. We, you have known this for many years <clears throat> at this point. But but really, Mike, I want you to explain yourself. Uh, I want you to tell the good people listening, however many there mm. may be for this special Hallmark episode, why on God's green earth are we doing um, this? <laughs> the title of the selected film for this episode is The Christmas Promise. And it's a promise I'm making to you, Dave, and the listeners. That there will be many more Christmas movies covered on this podcast. It's time next year at our house and Christmas dinner with all our friends. I promise. I promise. <laughs> Sometimes you have to let go in order to move forward. Okay, Pops. You ready to sell the house? Toy DeVito, Dylan Bruce. I just hired Joe to do the remodel on my house. Does this mean we're becoming friends? <laughs> and Patrick Duffy. If you're given a second chance at love, you better grab it. The Christmas Promise, only on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Such is what the sight and sound I list feel like you're using, has wrought. <laughs> I feel like you're using the term movies very loosely here. Did this film not uh, rip off You've Got Mail entirely for its last, oh, for its it, climax, last ten minutes? I mean, and before that, too. Uh, there's Without plenty the of behavior, You've Got Mail. That's, that's an important ingre- ingredient yeah. that's missing. It's all sweet. It There's is. No sour, it is missing, except for yeah. the dude that dies. Very... <laughs> Going... <laughs> yeah, whatever. We met him for four minutes. It's fine, and we never even get to see how he dies. Just he just dies. That's all we know. She gets a phone call, and that character's gone forever. Well, I mean, that's what happens when uh, you run out for what ice at a ugly Christmas yeah, yeah, uh, don't do party. It. You just don't. Yeah. Don't... You just don't leave the party. Yeah. That's... Nothing's on the rocks tonight. Um, Yes, yes. Everything is neat. We are good to go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, this film was not selected uh, in any regard to the plot. It was just the title, and I was like, let's shove some Christmas movies down our audience's throat. Although, that has exploded in, what, the last five years? I mean, this has always been a tradition that there are Christmas movies, and especially made-for-TV Christmas movies. But... Um, is it like pop music? Is it like the the how Taylor Swift is now well regarded as not just for the kids? Is it something where we're like, you know what, we can have uh, nice, uh, kind things that don't have much merit other than just entertain? I'm not comparing Taylor Swift to that. I'm just saying <laughs> that at one point, and I think that you would probably agree with me, in our childhood, someone, whatever the Taylor Swift of, say, like the early 90s would have been, it would have been decidedly not cool. To be listening to her with oh, that yeah. much that much success, the cool kids would not have said, "Yeah, I'm I'm a Swifty as well." And I'm making the case that yeah. somehow Hallmark Christmas movies. I don't think people get bashed as much for uh, these guilty pleasures. I don't. Is there such a thing as guilty pleasures anymore? I th- oh uh, yeah, I think this falls in that category. <laughs> I it's think bad is what I you're saying. Any, well, <laughs> I mean it's bad, but so I wanted to be really mad at you. Like I wanted to come on here and be like, "You dirty motherfucker!" Which How you can dare still you? do that. But you know what? But you, <laughs> you know what? Like watching this with Tessa, and it was a very like MST three K type yeah. situation where we were just kind of talking back at the screen, and I think we both had a really good time. Like, I had a good All time right. watching this. It is in no way a good movie, <laughs> but I ended up having a good time, and shouldn't that be the goal 
with something as throwaway as this. Like, this is not something I'm going to watch every Christmas, <laughs> certainly. But I had a good time for that hour and it's 25 minutes or whatever it was. to be one of the 12 Christmas movies playing on the channel that day during the season. It is. Right. Right. Unfortunately, right. in the you know we're recording this in July, Christmas in July, um, during mm-hmm. strike times, which who knows by actual Christmas that still yeah. could be going on because why would we mm-hmm. pay the talented folks when <laughs> we can just treat everything as a square in content? However, this is mm-hmm. a square in content. I'm not taking away from the filmmakers <laughs> yes. here, uh, but this subgenre, uh, you know, it needs the pipes to to flow for what starting November first. Mm-hmm. Uh, even earlier, I had yep. this recorded on my TVR. I believe this was actually recorded in July. So there are still people that want to <laughs> see Christmas movies at various points in the year. But most people, it's the last two months of the year that they will say, I'll, I'll take as much Christmas as you can give me, and then I will, I'll hide that away, like decorations. Right. And per- personally, I have no issue with Christmas movies throughout the year. I think... I think when people try to fabricate, like, oh, this is going to be our big Christmas movie this year, it almost always fails. I mean, what was the um, Henry Golding uh, Last Christmas. movie that came out? Last Christmas, which did not do well. And, you know, it, it seems like they keep trying this. And I feel like it would be fine to have a Christmas movie come out anytime because also – it doesn't get crowded out of theaters because, as you well know, December is really Oscar time in a weird way. It's like all the ones trying to make their run for Oscars will finally get to theaters with normal people uh, in them. So the theaters get pretty crowded late November, early December, all right. the way to the end of and the so year. And so, like, that is a big budget uh, Christmas. Was that uh, Paul Feig, I believe, who did that one? Mm-hmm. It sure was. It sure was, which is why it was even more of a disappointment because uh, I like didn't him have as a the director quite a bit. bite that his uh, comedies have. Uh, and then you have yep. uh, mm-hmm. my co-host on Trilogy and Theory will kill me because it is his absolute hall pass. But it's the Queen of Dothraki. What is the actress's name? Uh, I never remember because I only <laughs> think of her as well. She's adorable, as uh, but. Yeah, the sure. big budget theatrical release Christmas movies, I do believe, come out first weekend of November because they try to get as much play as they can. But mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that's when you will define a Christmas movie success. I think it takes many years and repetition uh, before, but when it becomes an actual tradition, tradition in your home. I right. don't think the Christmas Promise, which did come out in 2021, <laughs> as we all know, uh, yeah. is destined yes. to become a tradition because I already mentioned uh, You've Got Mail, and I think it's safe to say that uh, Dylan Bruce, and yes, I do have the IMDb tab up. I had to. If I couldn't remember the, <laughs> you didn't the memorize Dragon that, Queen that from Game of Thrones, I was not going <laughs> to know who played Joe Roberts in The Christmas Promise, uh, oh. nor uh, Tori DeVito as Nicole Graham. They are not Meg Ryan, and they are not Tom Hanks, but I don't think anyone's asking them to be that. We just we just need like a no, little no. a little spritz of that uh, yeah. chemistry. I mean, the most recognizable actor here is Patrick Duffy, right? Like the <laughs> the star of Step by Step. I did, I could not place. <laughs> I was like, up. what father was he yeah. on a, a sitcom? Yeah, he was in Step by Step, and he was in Dallas way back in the day. Like he's, and you can kind of tell that he knows what he's doing. Like it feels very genuine in a very ingenuine movie and everyone else is kind of 
feels like they're struggling through the kind of hyper cheesy dialogue and he's just such a genuine father or in this case grandfather figure that he ends up kind of making it work uh even though the things he's saying are kind of like Nonsense Seems very comfortable with the death and rebirth. Like some people die and your yeah, life yeah. starts over. And I went to the pool one day yeah. after your mom died, and you know I met this person. Now yep. I'm going to. Uh, I do have the note here. Uh, what dance did he attend for? I don't know the townspeople or the elderly. <laughs> um, the feel the vibe dance. That's what Patrick Duffy does. Oh, yeah, that's feel right. The the feel the vibe. That's if that's not a 2021 yeah. <laughs> dance, I don't so know. So before what we is. get too far, uh, <laughs> I will attempt to play a trailer, or more likely and hopefully a like 20 second TV spot. Like, here's what's up next on Hallmark's right. like uh, mystery. I think that's the channel I recorded this off of. Uh, I guess, man. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to our first episode of our Christmas Countdown, also affectionately known as Christmas Kills Us. We will be doing these little previews to inspire a little holiday cheer from those interested, and they can check out the full episodes on our Patreon feed at patreon.com backslash projecting film. A link, I assure you, is in the show notes. And for those that hate Christmas and all things cheer, well, lucky for you, this was just a preview. And it is blessedly over.